The book was better. Hello, all. And welcome to the Book Was Better podcast. I'm Taylor Collette. Oh, sorry. I'm Kaylee Clark. <laughs> and it's really late here in Denver because we have a stupid four-hour time difference. Yep. Welcome to uh, this week's episode, episode 17, which is crazy. We're coming up on yeah. 20 episodes here soon. <laughs> There's cats. Did you just hear my yeah, I'll yeah. Loud. Sorry. <laughs> Um, they're my little buddies. They're the only ones who still have energy this late at night. It's like midnight for me. So, <laughs> yeah. Whoops. I had some stuff to get done today, so we're recording a little bit later, but that's all right. We still um, are excited to talk about. Jeez, your cat is so talkative. <laughs> um, the soundtrack of my life. No, <laughs> we are excited to talk my keyboard cat. this week about the uh, the last book in the Maze Runner trilogy, the Death Cure. But before we get to that, yes, we have other stuff to talk about. <laughs> okay, yes, a few announcements Sorry. before we dive a few into announcements. it. Because we mentioned it in the minisode, but I know not everybody listens to the minisode. Oh, you're right. Yeah, we should we should mention the fact that. Our merch is out. It exists. It's there. It's pretty, pretty dope. If I do say so myself. Yeah. Not that I did it. You did it. But <laughs> <laughs> I am in the process of doing it. If you have made an order, I'm working on it. It'll get to you shortly. <laughs> um, um, and we picked our giveaway winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I also just wanted to mention, too, just because during our minisode, I mentioned I was like, not many books get turned into TV shows. Well, learned this week that Netflix is actually making the books Six of Crows into a series, like a TV show. I don't know what that is. If you know that one. I don't know that one. It's a pretty <laughs> popular book, but not everybody's read it. OK. But yeah. So if I mean, I will have to read it. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I don't think, I, I think it's still considered relatively new. It's by Lee, Lay, Lee, I think it's Lee, um, Bardugo. I, I have them. I own them. Okay. The, <laughs> the books. So, <laughs> but again, I've never had to say the author's name out loud until yes. this moment. So, <laughs> okay. But yeah, so cool. it, it was released in 2015, followed by Crooked Kingdom. So, they're turning. Okay. I don't know if this series is going to cover both books or just the one. But yeah, just thought that was kind of interesting. So yeah, cool. if you have Netflix, I think it comes out like this week or something. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Hmm. TV show version of a book. Maybe we'll get to it once. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually. Eventually. We've got a lot of books on our list, so. Yes. Um, um, speaking on of the other which... announcements. Oh, Sorry. We are going to start making the next reading calendar for the next three months after oh, May. Yeah, I was so. going to bring that same thing up. So. Oh, OK. June, July <laughs> like, and speaking August. Speaking of which, we need your opinions on what you yeah. want next. <laughs> if you have a, a series or a standalone book slash movie that you want us to talk about on an episode, um, head over to our social media at TBWD podcast and let us know what you want 
us to do next and we'll add it in to the the list add it onto the calendar and that'll be coming out um i'll probably try to get the calendar out around halfway through may so look forward to that um but yeah we are excited to um be diving into some new series and you're introducing us to uh some new ones that we haven't even read before which is fun and exciting so definitely yeah, keep them like, coming yes i love you i've never read like, we or knew it seen. was a movie we knew well i had seen the movie and i knew it was based on a book but the movie made me not want to read the book but <laughs> but the book was way better <laughs> the book was really good so uh so yeah so so yeah so i'm just saying so words yeah. now, aren't i um <laughs> so over there. there we do we do have like a a pretty big list of potentials but we want we to know what you want to hear sooner have you guys narrow it down instead of us just picking at random but if we have to we will i'll just do a random number generator and <laughs> tell us which one to do yep because they all are numbered but Oh, yeah, so. also, um, I realized we never mentioned where you can get the merch. You can get the merch oh, yeah. at uh, teakdesigns.com, T-E-A-C designs.com. Um, that, that is Taylor's store. It's my website store thing, but we have the merchandise on there. So that, so that's just along that, those lines. I'll say that like. Not all of our our merch is even like super merchy for lack of a better way to describe it right mm -hmm. like it's it's not like everything is just like plastered with like our logo or anything no <laughs> um but also taylor plans on post posting and, and and selling other designs and other things that she does yes so even if you're like i am not the kind of person who wants podcast merch like i'm i get it, it it's cool no no hard feelings but you should still just go look because you never know. You might find something you would like. Yeah. And you would and technically be supporting a small business because we're not doing it through like big, some other company. Like, yeah. It's Taylor's just doing me. it all herself at her house. <laughs> so it's just me and myself doing it all. So I, I mean, will still probably great quality, but small business yeah. style. And I'll probably announce on here as more collections come out, especially anything that's more book like related. So I will um, be sure to keep you guys updated as I add more to the lineup. But I appreciate every one who even looks at it um, and know that for everyone who has bought the merch, I really appreciate the support. We are so grateful for you guys and everything that you do to support us. So, yeah, shout out to you. It's like really surreal. It is. To know that like we have like true fans, you it's know, weird. like people <laughs> who tune in to every episode and like it's awesome, mm -hmm. but it's just like surreal because again, we mostly do this for fun and then just it's really cool that other people are into what we're into, I guess. Yeah. I mean, which, I mean, of course we know that like lots of people like reading and books. Oh my gosh. Sorry. I have to kick my cats out. This okay. is ridiculous. <laughs> she was just scratching the door. I is don't that know if anybody what that else sound could hear was. that, but it was I could hear so it. loud. Elsa, if you want to go outside of the room, 
She's Don't kicking her cats out. Because they're very loud. Last time I had them in here while I was recording. I couldn't even it was tell. Not that loud. She just like slept on my desk the whole time. That was not, not today. the equivalent of sleeping on my desk. Good night. <laughs> okay. <sighs> but as I was saying. <laughs> Anyways. We just really appreciate you guys, especially because in moments like what just happened does not seem like a totally professional <laughs> production, but. No, professional is not the word I would use to describe what we do. But fun is. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, okay. we've, we've blabbed I, enough. I think that, yeah, that, we need that to, sums up. We need to dive Finishes in. up announcements. Yeah. So, okay, let's dive into the death cure. Yes. We'll get, so this is what, I mean, it's not surprising necessarily, but same director, writer, musician, and casting director as the first two. It's the same squad. It's the same exact team. So we've got Wes Ball directing, T.S. Nolan's the, write, the screenwriter. Um, obviously, James Dashner is like the novel writer. And then jo uh, John Paisano was the music. And then Denise, I'm going to butcher her name every time, Shemaine, Shemaine, Shamian, whatever, <laughs> did the casting. And again, she did a fantastic job. But man, these these movies just go a completely different direction than the books. So. Yeah. Um, my synopsis this time, like I literally, the, the, the movie's plot is entirely different from the books. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to give like a synopsis that will cover both because they're that different. It's the continuation of the Scorched Trials. And that's, they're just that's diverging. It. The book and movies are just diverging into a bigger and bigger gap. Yeah. So here's here's what I'll say. Um, they continue to search for a cure. That's accurate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Things and they, they, they want to bring down Wicked and they're continuing to search for a cure. And that's really the only things that are still in common between the two. So. Yeah, we're going to get into it. OK, so who who goes first? Do you, I, I go, you first? go first. Is that what we sure. figured? You are going first. <laughs> I'm I'm going to go first, even if I went first last time, I guess. Again, real professional production here. I have mm -hmm. notes on my phone that I'm trying to find. Okay, here we are. Here are my notes. Okay, so my number three is, again, a pretty big thing, I think. So mm. the memory surgery mm. does not exist or happen at all in the movie. It's like not even like mentioned. Like that entire plot point is just... Taken out. Gone. Yep. Um, because in the book... Jansen, you know, tells everyone that they can get their memories back because also in the book, all of them are with Wicked still. <laughs> like, yeah, there there's no. It's not like a only Minho got captured and they yeah, escaped. No, like they're all there. Deal. Thomas, Newt, and Minho in the book are like suspicious about it and which is refuse fair. at first, which is super fair. But they're eventually forced to comply. But when Thomas is being led to like go into the surgery. Like Jorge and, and Brenda like pop up. 
and it's and then they find out that Brenda and Jorge have apparently been working for Wicked this whole time as cranks. Because again, in the books, they are infected. In the movies, they're not. So, yeah, that is true. Um, and basically, they help them break out. Jorge and and Brenda help them break out. Um, before they can receive the surgery because they're worried that Wicked's not being, uh, with good reason, right? Yeah, that yeah, yeah, Wicked's yeah. not being totally uh, forthcoming with all that will come with that surgery. Mm-hmm. And um, which makes sense because, you know, later on in the book, which I it, it also doesn't happen in the movie, um, they try to completely remove Thomas's brain at yes. some point. So yes, they do. <laughs> fair fair reason to not trust that um but i just feel like that's a major plot point in the book at least because then they go to denver which in the movie they don't never name what the city is but in the book it's denver so hey i'm in the right place if this ever happens because (laughs) denver's still standing barely but they survived longer um the whole reason they go there is because there's a guy there who used to work for Wicked but doesn't anymore who they can have perform the surgery, but they trust that he will do it without doing any other alterations. Yeah. And that's like the whole reason they go to Denver in the book mm-hmm. is to find this guy. And that guy doesn't even exist. Yeah. In the movie like that. Again, whole plot point is just not there so there's a lot of plot points that just aren't there they're just not there and and so again i just it's real different the movie's just real different i will say still enjoyable but um uh i will say that with these series i really 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 enjoyed the first movie Mm -hmm. still enjoyed the second one Mm -hmm. definitely a decline in the movies of how much i enjoyed them so Mm. Because of just how much they started to stray. like Yeah, I mean, I would say it man, was... Man, that first movie, I had high hopes for the rest because I was like, yeah, they were there were differences, but for the most part, pretty dang good. And then, what, what were you doing, Wes Ball and T.S. Nolan? I just don't understand your thought process, so... Yeah, it was definitely different. So, yeah, so that's all I'll say about number three. I think that my number three, I think that summarizes it well enough without me dragging on so Mm -hmm. i'm now here my cats by the way trying to get back in they're now on the other side of the door so y'all can't hear them but elsa is very loud so (laughs) yeah i cannot hear her anymore so you're good what i will say just off of yours as well a little bit is i feel like they with this movie took the parts that they liked and kept those and then filled in the parts that they didn't like with something else. Like, rather than But it changes the whole story. I just don't think the story makes sense as much. And I'm not saying it makes more sense. I'm just saying instead of making, like, an adaptation of what the book's plot is, they kind of just... We're like, oh, yeah, this these aspects we're are gonna cool. take these characters and put them in a completely different story and like keep <laughs> some of the basics the same. Like they're still cranks. They're still wicked. But then but those things aren't even the same 
things yeah. in the movies. You know, it's like, we'll keep the characters. We'll keep some words. Yeah. We'll use the same words, but we'll make it all mean something else. Like, Yeah, it was. Anyways, um, my number three is a, it's about how the entire movie's different. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> so you kind of mentioned it, how they are supposed to all be with Wicked instead of just Minho getting kidnapped at the end of the second one. And I'm kind of going to go off of that with the one, the opening there that you open on this intense train chase scene thing going on. Well, it that happened. No, no, no the, the train one doesn't. The no. bus one happened. The bus one. I'm not talking about the bus. Did, okay, no, the I got train them confused. One. Sorry. <laughs> train one doesn't happen, but the bus one does just at a completely different part in the story and <laughs> for a different reason. <laughs> for um, a different reason, yeah. <laughs> But no, in the, I get the movie. I mean, it it's very, boom, you are in the action right away with this intense train scene to try to rescue Minho. And they like save these other kids, but not Minho. Mm-hmm. The book opens with them all inside of Wicked and with them all. And like Thomas has been like solitary confinement. And like, he's kind of like, a little out of it in the beginning. So I guess it's not like as intense of a like beginning, but I think it was, you know, right. cool in its own way where you're kind of like, whoa, what's going on with them being with Wicked and everything. And then, so they don't save Minho again. So then they have to continue trying to save Minho, <laughs> even though they're supposed to be with him. And so it's almost like the whole well, yeah, entire like the, the whole plot line of the movie is basically save Minho, save Minho, which <laughs> isn't even the plot line of the book at all. It's just different. It's so dumb. And then and then when they finally do rescue Minho, like way into the movie, it's like they had to come up with their own thing, obviously, because they're not supposed to be rescuing him. So that whole storyline's different. And I don't know, I think on the one hand, I don't understand why they did it at all. Like, I, why (laughs) did you need to make so many changes? Why did saving Minho suddenly become this thing? But also, I'm kind of sad because we missed out on a lot of Minho's character because he was this quote unquote damsel in distress that they had to go save, who was being experimented on and having all of these like, nightmare visions instead of him being just with the group experiencing the same things you know one of thomas's like confidants along with newt and seeing minho's actual character come through whereas i feel like yeah in the movie you're just like oh yeah poor guy (laughs) and then he gets rescued and you're like cool okay and then you just move on so yeah it's it's weird it it's just totally different it's just and and again if you hadn't ever read the books maybe that would be okay and maybe like you wouldn't think anything of it enough sense but because i've read the books i'm like why go that direction because i think yeah the story is so much more interesting in the book so Mm -hmm. it's fine so yeah, that's my number three. Just everything Minho. 
and saving Minho and <laughs> all those changes, which is like a lot of changes since it totally changed the plot line. So I totally agree. Um, and then going into my number two. So I think it's really weird. I'm not going to say an interesting change. I think it's a weird change <laughs> that they took out the maze. It's literally called the Maze Runner series, you know? Yeah. Like, I think it's so almost like poetic, I guess. That they that, go back. Like, they start in the maze. Yeah. And they end in the maze, yeah. you know? Like, I always liked that scene at the end. I thought yeah, it in felt the, very in, full in circle. In the book, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, this is just how life goes. It tends to go for full circle. Because we... Okay, fine. During Minho's like weird nightmare things from mad scientist Teresa, we've got some weird maze flashbacks, but that's not the same. That's and no, it no, that's not me. the same at all. Because the rest of like the immunes, right, who have been kidnapped and whatnot, mm -hmm. um, have all been put back into the maze. And so then Thomas and some you know his his buddies they go back into the maze to get all of those kids out and, and take them to this there, safe haven to they they yeah to get away from the disease entirely kind of thing yeah and while they're in there like the grievers get woken up so mm -hmm. it's like the grievers come back and it really is like full it's just circle it's full circle <laughs> and they find like a quote unquote like back door kind of thing, which is a flat trans, which is like a portal basically that like teleports you somewhere and mm -hmm. they all go through that. And then Thomas and them gets, it's just Thomas and like Teresa and I think Minho who are the last ones that need to go through when Jansen and some other wicked people catch up to them. And are you going to talk about this? I thought I thought you were talking about that on your first point. Uh, no, this is something else. The fact that freaking stupid Thomas, not freaking stupid Thomas, Thomas is I was like, hold on. The freaking stupid Jansen. He doesn't get killed by cranks. Oh, right. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about that. You can talk about that. That's fine. Okay, Thomas kills him. Yes. And I, he strangles I, him to death. <laughs> that was going to be one of my honorable mentions was the fact that you can tell the movie tried to make Thomas's character more PG in a way. Whereas the book, on, Thomas the, is a the, lot more cutthroat and I think he's a lot cooler and a lot more like boss. But he's not necessarily cutthroat. Like think about all that wicked has put him through. Well, yeah, but I think that made him a little bit cutthroat. I think he kind of had to become but, that way. But, but, but it's like true justice. You know, he's not cutthroat. He gives mercy to those who deserve mercy and freaking okay. Jansen, you know, like head of the, the bad guy. He's not the head. He's technically the second. But in the book, you don't actually ever actually see Paige. You don't no. see so her in the So he's the books. face of Wicked in Thomas's mind. And yeah, he strangles him to death. He doesn't just get killed by cranks, which, OK, cool. Yeah, he deserves to die. But like, that's, again, not true justice to me. The fact that like they take their justice on Wicked. They into their own their, hands. Yeah, kind of thing. Literally. Yeah, but so, his and neck then between his that hands. happens, and then it's just, yeah, it's just different. And no, they definitely PG'd Thomas's character a lot. 
And I'm going to talk about that a little bit. I just think it's ridiculous because the movies are definitely not PG. Like, there's plenty no. of. No, it was. I don't know if they just wanted them, to make so. sure that Thomas was more likable. But I honestly liked book Thomas more than movie Thomas. As much as I love Dylan O'Brien and he did a fantastic well, here's the job. Thing. In my head, when I'm reading the books, Dylan O'Brien is Thomas, okay? He does Again, a great job. 100% perfect casting by Denise. Except. My girl Denise is the only one. No. And the music person by John. Well, I, Denise she, and John did their jobs one, fantastically. She made one flaw, and that's all I'll say. I Teresa? don't like. No, I don't like Brenda. Oh, I like Brenda fine. And I like Teresa, the actress, fine, too. I just don't like the way her character was written, which I'll get into in my first point. But that's but not I'm the casting gonna... person's fault. The casting person, exactly. um, Brenda, I just didn't feel like that was the Brenda I ever saw in my mind. And it was an interesting choice. That's all I'll say. You can continue. Okay. No, that, that's all I'll say on my second point is just they should have gone back to the maze. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense that they cut that from the movie. I don't understand why they did they had the money for it. It was a big don't. budget production. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Especially because the Death Cure came out in 2018, mm -hmm. which is two years after the last movie. So it's like 2015, Maze Runner comes out, first one. 2016, second one, Scorch Trials movie comes out. But then the Death Cure doesn't come out until 2018. So there was a bigger gap. They had more time or they took more time to like film or edit or put together whatever they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Why didn't they include the maze? I don't know. I just, I don't get it. And that's my second point. Very nice. <laughs> uh, my second point is going to be on uh, Newt. We're going to talk a little bit about Newt and how they ruined that whole situation. I know, and I love... Newt is literally my favorite character from the books. I love he Newt. He was... Oh, man. His whole storyline in the third book makes me so sad, and it made me cry when I first read it. That whole oh, situation. Same. So just heart-wrenching. Didn't feel that way with the movie. I mean, I still was sad about it, but I not was sad, but it same, was not the same. Not to the same amplitude, I'll say. So first, um, in Denver... There is supposed to be a, this place they call the Crank Palace, which is essentially where all the cranks in Denver are being quarantined. Which is why Denver is able to is, is still like a standing city. Because they have this Crank Palace quarantine and area. And also, it's not the only city still remaining. There's there's multiple. But yeah, in there's the movies, supposed to be other cities in the movie. They make it seem like this is like the last one. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Um, but in this crank palace, because so n I have to rewind a little bit in the book. Jansen from the get go tells them who's immune and who's not. There's no beating around the bush. She's like, all right, some of you are immune. Some of you aren't the ones who aren't were controlling the experiment. Like, <laughs> and yeah. you find out that. Thomas is immune. Minho is immune. Newt is not immune. He was a control put in the experiment. So he knows from the get go that he's not immune. It's not like he figures it out later on. And he's like, I think I was a control in their experiment. Like, no, he knows from the get go. Jansen tells him. So he gets infected by the flare, which does happen in the movie. 
But again, the flair in the movie is totally different. I talked about that mm-hmm. in the last episode, so I won't get into it. But he gets infected, and so he goes to this crank palace because that's where they quarantine them, and so that's where he goes. And when Thomas and his team go to the crank palace to find Newt to try to convince him to come back with the group, you see not only like this crank palace place, which is crazy. And I think it's dumb that they left it out because it's like really interesting to see the dynamics of all the cranks in there. But like the different levels and like magnitudes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But you see new struggling so much with keeping his sanity and his goodness and everything Mm -hmm. that made newt such a lovable great character and you see that like struggle that he's having and like you see him like have these moments and it's like so heartbreaking because you're like i loved this character and look what's happening to him because of this disease and they took the note out oh i'm gonna talk about that he gets a letter but i'm gonna talk about that okay so they can't convince him to come so newt stays in the crank palace and then in the book later on um on some like it's when they're like on the highway or something a wait a while later newt has gone full crank at this point it's taken over he loses his mind which does happen in the movie they do show newt like going crazy and attacking thomas but in the book newt gives thomas a letter earlier on that essentially says hold on i've it says kill me if you are ever my friend kill me like and it's essentially just like newt saying put me out of my misery like i don't want to live in this state and again as i said they made thomas a much more pg thomas is the one that kills newt he shoots him in the head he shoots him in the head as an act of mercy yeah because he feels guilty and bad because he reads the note too late yeah he was supposed to have already killed him before he went full crank before he went that psycho yeah and so he shoots him in the head and he dies and it's so heart-wrenching and you're so sad and it's such a sad scene because you see Thomas, who you also love as a character, having to kill essentially one of his best friends. And the way that the movie does it, it's like Newt. It's like Newt basically commits suicide, which doesn't make sense. Accidentally. And they're like trying to get him this medicine that'll like help right, the him. The same medicine that they gave Brenda at the end of the Scorch Trials, which isn't a thing. There is no medicine, hence there is no cure. Yeah, like that's the entire plot. Um, But and that's not the plot in the movie. No, (laughs) it's so dumb. I can't. And so that's supposed to be Newt's note and that's Newt's story. And it's very sad and very uh, a little bit poetic, I think, to see such an amazing character have such a decline until he gets killed. But the way that the movie does it is they don't have the note instead they have at the end which i'm gonna get into the i'm gonna get into the ending more in my first point but i'll just touch on it now they have newt do this like letter to thomas which is very like 
beautiful and like supportive and it's like Thomas you're you were such a great friend and leader and blah 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 totally different yeah <laughs> compared to the very cut and dry kill me if you were ever my friend kill me from the book yeah so I again I'm going to talk about the ending a little bit more on my first point but I just was sad to see the way that they portrayed Newt and his death and everything, because I was really excited to see it in the movie because I it's I mean, it sounds terrible, but it is one of my favorite parts of the book, just because it has stuck with me so vividly from well, the yeah, first time I read it's it. It's driven by so much emotion. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, man, how are they going to do this in the movie? And then they wrecked it. And I'm just mad about it. Yep. So, any they other like to destroy characters? <laughs> any other honorable mentions to. before we get into our number one? Um, I mean, I mean, I kind of already mentioned some, right? Like that Chancellor Page isn't actually ever in the book, mm-hmm. but you see her quite a bit in the movies. Um, the the bus no scene. No grievers. The bus scene is weird mm-hmm. it's crazy it's it well it's but a i lot. think the, the a major point right is yeah in the book you find out that there is no cure there can't be a cure it's impossible yeah and that the government like Wait, released the virus don't you're, that's my number one okay sorry <laughs> you just told me your number one was Quote, the ending. That's where you learn all that stuff. That's all in the epilogue, which they left out. Okay, so then JK will get into that more. But this is like Jorge and Brenda all over again. (laughs) (laughs) Who's talking about this? Are you talking? Oh, you are? Okay, whoops, sorry. (laughs) Um, Well, okay, then those are really my, my biggest ones. Oh, sorry. I will say one that I was thinking is the whole thing with the right arm, which we kind of already talked about. Mm-hmm. Like we the right arm is super time. present in this one. Oh, Gally. Again, too. they're not supposed to be in it till like halfway through. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yep. Gally as well. Yes. Um, I don't want to. You're talking about that. <laughs> and I already mentioned all of these. So, yep, I am. I'm ready. Those are my okay. honorable mentions. So my. Number one begins with Teresa being a total psycho in the movie. What? What a choice. Like, I don't. They destroy her. They wreck her character. So in in the book, as we've mentioned in the past, too, Teresa's been put through a lot. (laughs) Yes. So in, in, in the book. Yeah, like she's she has some like loyalty issues with Wicked, okay? Yes. Yeah. She does. She she's like, "Sorry, Thomas, but uh, uh, these are the things I believe and feel." Cool. Whatever. Yet in the book, she still escapes with the Gladers because she's like, "This is getting a little too crazy for me." Yeah. And she eventually reunites with Thomas and they're all good and they're on the same and side they're all and good and happy. In the movie, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. she's like the one that actively like experimenting on Minho, her friend, 
Like, yeah. She like, goes like cray cray psycho mode. She goes so psycho and and just it's why I referred to her as a mad scientist earlier, because really, she she is. That's that's what she is. And yet, despite that choice they made with the movie um, and her character. In in the end, I, I don't I don't understand why they may do this, but uh, Thomas and Teresa kiss. Why, after all that, Thomas would still feel any inclination and romantic feelings towards this person anymore? This mad scientist, as it you does, said, it 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 makes it would make a little bit more sense in the book, except for the fact that they don't kiss in the book. No, so, no, they um, don't. In the book. Teresa saves Thomas's life by pushing him out of the way from like falling debris and stuff. And then it crushes her instead and she dies. And then Thomas goes through the flat trans into the paradise world. Yes. Which is Ooh, very. Teresa it, gets left behind. It was very sad when <laughs> I read it. Me, yes. Okay. Don't give me. Wrong, I was, was sad, upset. But. But like, I was actually quite mad that I they killed her off like and, that. And mad. Yes. No, I was. I was mad when I read the book the first time because. In the book, you actually like her. <laughs> yes. In the and movie, I, I couldn't have cared less if she when got When we were talking about this in the last episode, I remember even saying, how are they going to redeem her character to make you like they her in the next it. movie? They don't. They don't even try. And so in the movie, they kiss for some reason. On the top of the head, in the, on the top of the headquarters. They're on of, the roof of the headquarters. They should be and in the kiss. maze. They should be in the maze, but said they're on top of the Wicked headquarters and they like are kissing. And then Jorge comes over to like get them. And then, oh, no, the building collapses after Thomas gets picked up, but not her. And she just falls to her doom. Yep. So that's cool. Um, wasn't that sad about it, if I'm being honest, in the movie. Well, really I was, was kind more of actually just... looking forward to it. Honestly, in the movie, while I was watching it, I'm like. Man, I, are they still going to kill her off? Because honestly, movie Teresa deserves it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Book Teresa did not. Movie Teresa no. did. Yes, she was crazy. And so. And again, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make sense that they kissed like. It was weird. It doesn't make any sense because she was a full on like psycho what what's that is it unitarianism where it's like utilitarian if, is it is it util oh no yeah not you it, i can't remember if it's unitarianism or utilitarianism but one of them is like who cares if a few people get hurt if we can save more people you know what i mean and it's like mm -hmm. i just don't i can't get behind I think that it's utilitarian like, you're still torturing people in fact people who you said were your friends and so i don't Get it? Doesn't make sense to me. And it makes her scum in my mind. So, um, but she wasn't like that in the book. So they just really destroyed her character and then kind of tarnished Thomas's character too by having him kiss her. He shouldn't have kissed her. Just, I didn't like it. And it made me mad because yeah. of who she was in the movie. So yeah, that's my number one because that just, and it like happens like, right towards the end i'm just like what is going on like, I didn't, well the thing is like and it. we have talked about Teresa in the first episode of this series and the second episode of the series and they well, she's a recurring topic <laughs> they still did not do her justice like all three of these movies just kind of like 
were a bit of like a screw you, Teresa. We don't really care about your character. (laughs) I'm a little sad about that because I actually did like her in the books. Well, and especially because in the books, well, and even in the movies, like there's not a whole lot of like strong female characters. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, especially on the the good side in the in the books, there's more because you, you learn like there's more you know, like they're given names and more character a little bit more in the books. But like in the movies, it's really just like Brenda, Teresa, bunch of dudes like Ava Page, the crazy lady. And it's like, OK, you're going to make all of the female characters psycho evil people. Great. We love it. Thank you yep. for that. Like, <laughs> yep. So, yeah, that's I'll say no more on that, but that's my number one. So. Well, that will go well into my number one. Which I gave spoilers about. Sorry. Yes, it's about (laughs) the end. It's about the ending of the book versus the movie, which how do I even begin? One. With difficulty. (laughs) I actually did not like the ending of the book very much for one specific reason. I didn't like Brenda. And I did not like that Thomas and Brenda ended up together. I thought it was stupid. I thought it was dumb that they killed off Teresa in the last minute. They do fix that in the movies. (laughs) I thought it was dumb that they killed off Teresa last minute. And then suddenly he's kissing Brenda on the next page. And I was like, Thomas, this is so out of character for you. You were so like awesome up until now. And then you just watched your like not full on ex-girlfriend, but like kind of like your ex-girlfriend just die after saving your life. And to be fair, right, we talked about this in the Scorch Trials, too. Like, his romantic feelings for her started declining, like, back in the Scorch Trials for yeah. Teresa. And so, like, it's it's not like it was such a quick and sudden change of heart as in, like, on one page, it's like, I love you, Teresa, to the next page, I love Brenda instead. Like, at least but it wasn't that Teresa was like you know like we said like kind of like an ex-girlfriend who literally just sacrificed herself to save him yes yes yes, and then on the next page she's kissing Brenda yeah no I thought that was weird I hated that ending I remember reading that and like wanting to chuck the book I thought it was so stupid not to mention Brenda still seems sus at the end of the book like yeah it still seems like she's not telling him something like she's sus and well, but so, also isn't Brenda's well, working for things, Wicked. One of the things in the epilogue book that they talk about back in the Scorch Trials. Oh, yes. Is she's they, they, they keep talking about she's supposedly a crank. She's supposedly right. Like Jorge's like visibly infected, but Brenda's not even in the book. Yeah. Back in the Scorch Trials. But like she supposedly has it. But then, yeah, in the end of this, she goes to the paradise with the rest of the immune people. And so you're like, if you were a crank, you would not be going there. Ex- right. Yeah. So. So she's sus and I don't really like her in the books at all. And I never liked her even in the Scorch Trials book and in continuing into the next book. I never really trusted Brenda, never really liked her. And then the fact that she ended up with Thomas, who was like one of my favorite characters, thought it was stupid. Yeah, it's weird. So I'm not like super mad that they changed the ending (laughs) on that account in the fact that I'm like the fact that they don't kiss and instead they just like carve the names 
of the loved ones. Yeah, no, I did really like that. That I is a like, change that I okay, liked. Yeah, <laughs> that is a cute, nice ending that I can't complain too much about because, again, I thought the book one was a little dumb. But the fact that, like, they were, as we talked about, they were supposed to be in the maze. Teresa was supposed mm-hmm. to sacrifice herself. They go through this portal. It's not a ship. It's supposed to be a portal. They don't take a ship to this other place. No, it's the flat trans. But it's they just don't, like a magic portal, and boom, they're in, in the movies. They're in paradise now. Yeah, and they're all immune. And in the movie, they can rebuild society while the rest of the world dies off. Basically, in the movie, it's a little bit implied that that's what's gonna happen. I, like it's like, oh yeah, we'll be safe here. And, like, we can rebuild. Except in the movie, Brenda has the infection. Yeah, Brenda's a crank. They don't really address that. Right? Like, so you're like, how the heck are you supposed to be safe there with a crank? Anyways. <laughs> in And then the movie ends. And you're like, yes. And, oh, well, and then it has Newt's letter, which I kind of already talked about, which that's kind of mm-hmm. like the poetic ending and wrapping up. That's the end of the movie. The book has an epilogue, which, which is, is from Ava Page's point like of view. Memo or something? memoir. <laughs> Essentially, she explains everything that happened. And this is where you kind of talked about it, where the flare was made by the government for population control. And then it went out of con- their control. They couldn't fix it. So then they had to come up with a plan B to try to find the cure. And then Ava Page realized that there was no way to find the cure. So she created this way to secure all the immune kids in this little safe haven while the rest of the world dies out. And then once the rest of the world is dead, all the immune people can rebuild it from scratch, essentially. Mm -hmm. And she explains how like uh let's see trying to remember yeah, what else i wrote you down weren't, oh how in the, in the in the movies i don't know if they ever even really fully explain maybe they kind of do in the scorch trials but they never really fully explain like where this virus supposedly came from they said in it the was like books, the sun well in the books they do initially they're all like oh yeah the sun flares brought this disease with it and that's why they called it the flare to begin with but then Mm -hmm. yeah it's like this final twist at the end of the book you learn like no that was just what we said like we released it it was all us like (laughs) yeah and the other thing that and so you know the whole thing about like wicked is good and like that whole thing which again is from the beginning in the maze they saw this stuff that said wicked is good and thomas kept hearing wicked is good like wicked really isn't good like it's not like this poetic wicked was really trying to help you all along kind of deal like no they were really part of the problem in the first place and then you learn that brenda and jorge were with wicked the entire time and their entire purpose was to lead the immunes to the safe paradise which they do so they succeed on that point which, which proves that Wicked is good. Which Ava Page says means Wicked is good, but it's not. They're not good. Um, but then that shows that Brenda 
was working with Wicked all along, was one of Paige's cronies, yeah, which essentially. which is why she's sus. Which is why she's so sus. And so that's why I thought it was so dumb that Thomas was kissing her at the end, because I'm like, she freaking evil. Yeah, but he didn't know that. I know. But <laughs> I just thought that the ending with that epilogue kind of makes you rethink the whole thing. Yeah, and no, it's like this awesome final twist. Yeah. Yeah, it's like this twist at the end. And then it leads very well into you wanting to read more with the prequels that came out. Mm-hmm. The I don't remember what they're called, but the prequels that came out. <laughs> um, And so I thought it was interesting that the movie wanted to end, I guess, on a, a happier note, less of a cynical note. Um, and so they just left out the epilogue entirely. But I don't think the epilogue is cynical, necessarily. I don't know. It's more like cryptic. I don't know. I still think like the ending was still happy in the sense that like they weren't going to be tortured anymore. And they're finally to a place where like they don't have to worry about the cranks getting them or anything. And they're like Mm -hmm. safe. They're finally safe. Like it's still happy in that sense. But yeah. But. I don't know. I, I just know. I thought it was an interesting change there. Um, and then I I guess it makes sense in the fact that the they were probably not going to make the prequels into movies because that'd be kind of weird. Um, so they wanted to wrap up everything very neat. Well, when were the prequels released? Did they even know about the prequels at this point? I can't I remember. Think one of them was out at this point, at least. Maze Runner prequels. I'm doing that right now. Yep. <laughs> Except my phone autocorrected runner to rubber. The, the kill, Maze Runner books. The Kill Order and the Fever Code. The Kill Order came out in 2012 and the Fever Code came out in 2016. So they were both out. So they did. But and and the Fever Code came out after they had already started making the movies. Mm-hmm. And then there is a novella titled Crank Palace that came out in 2020. And I have not read that. What? Uh, just okay. saw that. It's like it's like he he pulled a James Dashner pulled a Suzanne Collins and was like, oh, quarantine pandemic. Here's a book to read. <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna release I'm something. Curious about that now. Anyways, so I'm guessing they saw those and they were like, I don't want to make those prequels because oh, I mean I've read the well, prequels. They already, dis- they already destroyed the series, so why would True. they go back and try to make more? I don't. <laughs> The prequels are interesting, but I think it would be hard to make them into full on movies. So I get why they wanted to wrap everything up cleanly. But I just it just drives home the point that the books and the movies are very different. And that's I'm yeah, I'm going to rest my case there. I don't know how I feel about the ending. On the one hand, I'm glad that they didn't have him kissing Brenda. But on the other hand, It was super different, and I don't really like how different it was. So those are my thoughts. I'm going to stop talking now. Cool. (laughs) Um, I don't know if we had. Did we have any fan faux pas this week? I don't think we do. I don't think so. I think everyone's pretty much just like feels similarly about the death cure and the fact that they're like, it was a thing that happened, but 
I don't think anyone has super strong feelings on it. Because, I mean, I it wasn't a I bad would. movie. This was my first time watching the movie, and I apparently have stronger feelings on it than I originally thought I would. <laughs> the thing is, it's not a bad movie. Like, I could watch it again and enjoy it just fine. Yeah, but there are parts of it that definitely irk me more than differences of the past two have, you know? Well, that's because they've gradually become more and more just totally dif- different. Just so different. I yeah. I guess I just, I'm realistic enough to not ever go into a movie based on a book expecting it to be exactly the same. Mm. Right? Like, I'm not naive enough to ever do that. But I think realistic expectations should still, like, constitute expecting that they at least somewhat follow the same (laughs) storyline. Yeah, I think that's a realistic thing to expect. I think I think that I'm not, you know, asking too much to ask movie makers to when they say they're basing the movie on a book to at least try to somewhat follow the book. (laughs) Yeah. And in the first one, I felt like there was effort in the second one, a little less so. And in this one, there was zero effort to follow. (laughs) There was very loose effort given. Yeah. I don't know. So I, I guess. Without fanfo pause, then that just leads to the question of, (laughs) was the book better? Yeah. Like, so much. So, so much. There is only... There is only one part of the movie that I liked better, and that was the Brenda thing. Other than that, the book was way better. (laughs) Stupid Brenda. (laughs) I hate Brenda. (laughs) What are your thoughts on Brenda? (laughs) Let me know. (laughs) I didn't mind her. I didn't like her, but I also did not not like her in the books. I'm um, curious. I'm actually, I'm going to actually, I'm going to make, I think the poll. movies made Teresa less likable and Brenda more likable. Fair. I'm going to make a poll though. Go over to social media. Let me know. Do you like Brenda or not? Am I alone in hating Brenda? I need to know. <laughs> so social media, DBWB podcast. To let us know that. Um, Also, to let us know your thoughts on which books or series we should include in our next, um, like, three months. We we kind of plan out three months at a time. So Mm -hmm. on our next reading calendar, give us your thoughts there on that as well. Um, And then you can also be thinking about the book Emma. Yes. By Jane Austen. That's our next one. Because we're taking a nice turn, a nice, we're in post-apocalyptic world right now, and we're going to be taking a real sharp turn to Victorian literature, which is my jam. I love that stuff. So, yes, and we will be talking about that. We're not sure which Emma we're going to do yet. I thought we were sure. I thought we were doing the one with Gwyneth Paltrow. Are we? Yep. Oh, okay. Because I'm sorry, the the BB like BBC does some awesome series yeah. on some of these Victorian lit, lit novels. They're but a I long. do not I do not have the time in a week on top of like being a mother and having a full time job <laughs> to watch like a six hour, six to eight hour like series. Fair enough. So I think we'll just stick with the classic movie not tv edition from uh, i think it was 
96? Yeah. 2006? 96. Six in the date. 96? 96. With, with Gwyneth Paltrow. So that's, yes. that's the movie we'll And I watch. will try to not let my personal feelings about Gwyneth Paltrow ruin this movie. No, you can't. You got to think about her like 30 years ago. <laughs> she was a different person back then. No. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So we'll be doing Emma next. Um, next week, our mini-sode, we're just going to be doing some some more book recs. So if you're looking for new books to read, tune into that. And then in two weeks, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Emma. So you can let us know if you have any fan faux pas after watching the movie and reading the book on that on our social media as well. So, yes. Otherwise, I think, I th- I oh, think and that's it. Go check out our merch again. Just another oh, yeah. little shout out. Teak Designs. Yep. And that's it. So thanks for listening in today. Um, we look forward to hearing your thoughts about everything. The death cure wise. But uh, we're excited to wrap up this series and move into the next one. Especially because the next one will make me happy. I just, yes. I'm a, it's just happy. It'll just mm-hmm. be good. Especially because the week leading up to when we record and release that... I will be vacationing in Florida. So that's going to be my read on the airplane and like while chilling in like the hotel book. It'll just be I will be in my happy place in multiple ways. So good. Until next time. Have a great week. And don't forget to read.